0: chapter 27 of the great gold rush a tale of the klondike this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by cathy barrett the great gold rush a tale of the klondike by w h p jarvis chapter 27 the woodpile the woodpile was an institution almost as famous with the underworld as dawson itself from st michael's to frisco and up and down the yukon river its reputation held at the mention of its name the pale and sickly faces of the vicious became still paler and more sickly when they did not flush with angry hatred the woodpile was the prison called so because the inmates given hard labor worked out their debt to society by sawing wood in cold winter weather the winter of the subarctic with the thermometer forty degrees below zero the process was no joke THE GREAT MAJORITY OF THE PRISONERS WERE UNITED STATES CITIZENS, IN THE SOULS OF WHOM MANY FOURTHS OF JULY HAD ENGENDERED A CONTEMPT FOR THE BRITISH UNIFORM. TO BE HERDED BY A YELLOW LEG WITH A RIFLE AND MADE TO SAW WOOD TO KEEP THE OPPRESSOR WARM WAS A CIRCUMSTANCE THAT RANKLED. FIVE ACE DAN, CALLED FOR BREVITY'S SAKE FIVE ACE, WAS ON THE WOODPILE one day five ace was taking a hand in a poker game and by some mischance one of the other players detected him extracting a card from his sleeve and charged him with the offence there was of course a row whereupon five ace drew a revolver and pointed it at his adversary with the words adorned with some special expletives if i had you across the line i'd fill you full of holes whereat the man addressed came back with the words uttered with a leer and a hiss but we ain't see Five Ace was surely in hard luck, for a policeman heard the noise of the row, and quickly gathered him in. Smoothbore gave him three months on the woodpile, with a blue ticket at the end of that term. A blue ticket meant that the authorities requested the recipient to leave the country, an invitation rarely not taken advantage of. But Five Ace was serving his term in the summer months when fuel was not a pressing necessity, and the number of prisoners was large the stock employment of the gang was drawing gravel from the banks of the yukon and carrying it in barrows to the quadrangle of the barracks or the roadbed of the main street while climatic conditions were infinitely better during the summer months than they were in winter this was not an unmixed blessing to five ace for while the winter months were dark and drear and cold the coldness darkness and dreariness together with the abundance of clothing it was necessary for the prisoners to wear made it hard for their persons to be recognized by passers-by on the other hand during the bright summer days the situation was very embarrassing and it is easy to believe that any one holding strong ideas on the rights of man a true citizen that is to say of the united states so imprisoned was ready for any desperate venture if it came to the killing of a yellow leg or two what matter there were no greater or more glorious people on god's green earth than the citizens of the united states five ace was quite ready to pose as a hero and martyr when opportunity served long shorty happened to be a friend of five ace dan not that he consorted with tin horns but dan hadn't always been what he was now and anyway there wasn't much harm in pulling off a trick once in a while the officials in this country were always robbing people so why should not he put in a hand one day as long shorty was prospecting for recruits he recognized five ace among the gang employed in the gravel pit and quick as a flash the idea came that it would be well to have an ally among the prisoners how to get into communication with five ace was a matter demanding consideration it would not do to make a mess of things through any little mistake at the beginning so he walked away pondering and sat down and reviewed the situation from afar in other words he watched the prisoners and noted their movements there were about eight in this particular band over whom stood a policeman the process was for the prisoners to file down to the shore of the river fill their barrows and march back again each man returned to the spot he had left and picked up the tools he had been working with the best means to get a word with five ace was by means of a note provided the note did not fall into the hands of the police long shorty soon came to his decision the note must not be compromising this is what long shorty wrote Quote, the marmot has generally two entrances to his burrow the yellow leg has only one some day soon something is going to happen but in the meantime the hunters with rifles would like to know if the yellowlegs are wise to the game where the seed is sown there will the flower grow and i expect response to this where i sow it at dinner hour i will look for it after setting down this on a piece of paper long shorty not a little proud of his achievement rumpled it up with another piece of blank paper and enclosed a small piece of lead pencil this was because prisoners were not always allowed paper and pencil after the little parcel was ready long shorty walked downstream to where there was a canoe belonging to a man he knew he borrowed the craft and began poling upstream towards the mouth of the klondike he had noted that the site of five aces labor was very near the river so that when he passed the spot he could have stepped on the tools with which the convict worked a laborer toiling with pick and shovel first loosens the soil with the pick and then uses the shovel the astute mind of long shorty conceived that if he dropped the paper close to where the hand of the toiler as he grasped the shovel would be events would work out as they did five ace on returning with the empty barrow took up his pick and began to work and while he was scratching the ground in the leisurely manner of the convict his eye saw the paper he judged that its appearance was possibly connected with long shorty who was hanging about watching so with the slyness proper to his fraternity he took up the shovel and managed to smuggle and hide away the parcel by slipping it down his neck when five ace had an opportunity he read the missive and his breast swelled here was evidently an invitation for him to join a rising against the oppressors if successful it would mean that an honest fellow could shoot down a blackleg and get away judge lynch would sit in the yukon by all means things must be kept quiet five ace felt sure he could get the other prisoners to turn against their guard when the proper time came one man might get shot but if he were careful it need not be himself long shorty had the idea that five ace dan and his fellow prisoners might in the case of a rising outside carry out some portion of a general move by striking a blow within on the other hand while five ace believed he was the child of a race of patriots and felt himself a champion of liberty with a possibility of shining before posterity his first and foremost idea was always his own liberty he wrote a note and left it as directed where long shorty secured it and this is what it said the beaver is working with no thought of danger if his dam is broken in spots he will fix it to drive him out you must make a clean job you have friends who will help but you must keep them posted five ace had evidently the same ideas as the leader of the insurrection that a sudden display of force thousands strong would make the position at the barracks untenable and force a surrender the following day long shorty replied many years ago the south face slid off the dome and many injuns went to the happy hunting grounds Some day something might slide off the dome, and keep on going till it hits the barracks, and bumps it into the Klondike. I will look out for things that are to happen, so that those in the barracks will know what to prepare for. In case they can help, I will let them know." All of which duly fell into the hands of Five-Ace Dan, and conveyed to him the true situation of affairs had it fallen into those of the police it would have appeared as mere nonsense the scribbling of some prospector whose hardships had affected his reason that is what long shorty thought chapter twenty seven